1: You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are Locked On, the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined as always by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac?
0: Nick. It is officially one week until media day.
1: I am so excited. I am excited to see what questions Nerlands will be asked. I am excited excited to see what questions uh, Carlisle Cuban and Donnie Nelson are going to be asked. I'm excited to see what dumb questions Dennis Smith Jr. is going to be asked. I am excited about all of it.
0: I'm just I'm just ready for some random guy, some random reporter to Me. ask to ask Dennis about because you know we were there on draft night but i would say it was the the usuals or like the not say the vets but like the dedicated you know media people that was there (laughs) on draft night
1: isaac just throwing shade all over the place just no no no,
0: i'm not throwing shade but just taking the you know the the
1: pokemon move nightshade just like haunter throwing his hands around nightshade here's here's how okay just Just call him by name Insight into the media world here,
0: there. It's pretty simple. When Dallas plays the Warriors, anybody in the in this whole in the whole state of Texas that has any type of media credential is trying to get into that game. Okay, like it's just a fact. And we have, I mean, media doubles whenever we play the Warriors or Cavs or something like that. But then you get like the everydays, the day ones, or not really day ones because we're not day ones, but like <laughs> day the, ones. The dedicated. We weren't even de- born on day one. <laughs> But, like, we're dedicated people. We go to practices. We go to all the games. like Yeah. And But, like, when they play, like, the Nets on a Tuesday night, that's when you see, like, the real ones. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, if that is draft night, I would say is kind of in between. But media day, everybody. It's one of those things where everybody at the credential, everybody comes to that. So what I was saying is somebody that hasn't talked to Dennis yet, somebody that was not at the press or something like that, that's just like, hey, I'm going to start asking about slinging Wood on Twitter.
1: I hope somebody <laughs> asks him about that. I will die, or just even like alludes to tweets.
0: <laughs> are you monitoring your your Twitter account now that you're an NBA?
1: Or ask him about his vertical. You know that's gonna happen.
0: I think one of my favorite things right now is when people um, are asking him if he's working on his landing,
1: like, <laughs> his landing mechanics. We did a yeah. whole, we did a mm. whole like segment on that.
0: Yeah, but we also made fun of it in that segment. That's also. true.
1: We did. We did also do that. So this is the technically the first episode of this week, but we've been doing these mini episodes that we've only dropped one so far. Uh, I am interviewing our Mavs Moneyball staff as we're going through our player previews. So those don't really count as episodes, they're just little teasers in there, and we'll throw them in there. 15 to 20 minute little previews that we'll attach to the articles. So this is your actual real Locked On Mavs. And uh, for the real Locked On Mavs fans, if you guys own a business, if you are part of a business, if you are In the uh, upper management, if you are just, you know, at a business that advertises, you could advertise on Locked On Maps. We have, uh, on Locked On, the network, we have advertising set up on a bunch of different, you know, podcasts already. Marcus Mosher of the Locked On Cowboys has a local car dealership that sponsors his, and so they talk about it. We'll give you a a pre shout out. We'll give you a a 60-second live read in the middle like we do with SeatGeek and we will uh, give you a post shout-out at the end of the show. So if you want to reach, this is who we reach, 98.3% male. (laughs) We are reaching men the age of 25 to 45, a lot, a ton of people in that age range. So if you are a business that wants to promote that uh, and wants to reach that audience, that demographic, that is what we do here at Lockdown Mavs. We reach that audience, and you will hear from us, you will not hear from you know, some spokesperson. You won't hear from somebody that's you know, making ads. Uh, you will hear from us, from me or Isaac or somebody. We will be the ones giving the advertisement. So we will be controlling you know, your message. We will be giving it the way that we give the Mavericks content that we give. So if you're interested in that, you can, you can you know, DM us on Twitter. My DMs are open at NickVanExit. You can also email me, nickangstead at gmail.com. Uh, My name will be spelled in the description of this podcast as well as on Twitter or Facebook. You can go check it out there or any other way that you can find to contact us. Go ahead and contact us uh, and we will look into having you advertise on our show. We really appreciate that. And so speaking of appreciation, we want to give our appreciation to SeatGeek. It is a great app. You can download it on the App Store or Google Play. You can check out Cowboys games and uh, maybe you'll see them win. Unlike today. (laughs) Unlike today, which is such a bad loss. Oh, man, it looked so awful. Trevor Simeon carved up the Cowboys. So, what the Cowboys need right now, they need your support. They need you to go out there. They need you to go to AT&T Stadium. I went to a preseason game. I went to SeatGeek, got some tickets there. And then when I was there, the the lady behind me was mad the entire time that Nobody was screaming. Nobody was yelling. She was mad that the home field advantage during the preseason was not good. But it can be if you guys are out there. Go out there, support your team, get on with SeatGeek. You can also find a bunch of college games, concerts, all kinds of stuff, whatever you're interested in. Mavericks season is coming up. We are so close to actual Mavericks basketball. How, Isaac, how close are we to actual Mavericks basketball?
0: Oh, we're talking like, what, two weeks, three weeks?
1: Yeah, like less than two. I think two weeks by the time you guys are listening to this. Yeah, yeah the first the first game is Monday, the 2nd, right? 3rd or 2nd, yeah. yeah, something like that. October 2nd is, a pre- is the first preseason game. Those tickets are already available on SeatGeek. And best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code LONBA. That's promo code LONBA for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So if you're going to go to that preseason game and you're going to get you know tickets in the 300s, do that upgrade. Let me upgrade. Let me, let me upgrade and then you'll get $20 off. SeatGeek, download it, it'll be worth it. All right, before we get to our board bets and we'll explain what those are, got a, got some news. Got got a little news there. Uh, god sham god, signed an extension to stay on with the Dallas Mavericks. I this normally like assistant coaches and things like that don't really get me excited, but this dude has a move named after him and I think he's actually really helped the Mavericks.
0: Yeah. God's like one of those, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still really funny to me.
0: Yeah. God, do you think, man? Um, uh, no, I mean, no, everybody loves God, shame God. I mean that he's one of these guys that, you know, he doesn't really get the, uh, as an assistant coach, he kind of works behind the scenes, does his thing, but almost every time, I mean, a team that comes in, like he, he's always working out with players from other teams, everybody around the league. He's worked out with some of the best, Westbrook, like pretty much everybody in the league at some point, any top players worked out with God, God. um God. And he, he works out with a lot of people when they come through Dallas also. You hear different stories about other teams coming in, and he's working out with them too. So, yeah, I mean, he did he did a lot of stuff with Barnes last year. You know, it, we, are, we already seen him with uh, Dennis Smith over the summer, you know, with summer league seemed like he kind of, was already coaching him up there, so
1: Yeah, uh Dennis Smith and him during high school, he was coaching him up there, so they had a pre relationship before even that, so uh and Tim McMahon on Nate Duncan's podcast said recently that besides Barnes's honeymoon, and he wasn't even sure about that, that God Sham God went everywhere with, with Harrison Barnes and was working him out all the time all over the place. So when people see these athletes, you know, going on vacation and stuff, it doesn't mean they're just going on vacation. And they're not working on their game. Like I saw a tweet the other day, and you will not agree with this, but somebody saw, you know, Dwight Powell post a video or something from a beach, and they were like, "He should be working on his game every single day. Why is he taking vacation?" Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "Well, first of all, you don't know that he's not working on his game. If the guy went to the beach for like two hours or even a day, give him a day. Like that was his day off. You know, you're not really supposed to work out your body every single day." And <laughs> You know, like, give him a break. You have no idea what's going on. These people just freaking out about Dwight Powell going to the beach.
0: Yeah, I hate, I hate every one of those arguments, no matter what player of any sport. Like, you you can make an, an, a pretty good argument that you can't get better without rest, and you can't get better without taking breaks away from things, uh, even sports. So do your thing, Dwight Powell.
1: Do your thing, and just because the people that say those things don't have anything to take their mind off of the thing that they are so solely and like focused on doesn't mean that other people don't have those, so just wanted to say that all right we oh before we do that, Isaac, you went to the dirk tennis tournament slash charity event. What was that like tell Tell me about it. Did you talk to Owen Wilson? Did you see his nose <laughs> in person?
0: I uh, did see his nose in person. No, uh, yeah, I did go to work and uh, cover the event. Um, it was it was fun. Yeah, there was a presser beforehand. It was the first time uh, I'd been on SMU's campus. Different times, uh, just for fun, but never at the tennis complex. So it was super nice. But they had a press conference beforehand. This was the second time Dirk had really, uh, has did this event, you know, and this year he had said previously a few weeks ago that all the proceeds, they do a, they do a thing the night before the actual tournament, uh, to actually raise the money. Uh, so, uh, all the proceeds went to hurricane Harvey victims, you know, Mark Cuban came out and said he was, he was going to match it up to $2 million. So it was huge at Andy Roddick there. Uh, he was, you know, Roddick, <laughs> is he more famous than Dak Prescott, Nick?
1: Uh yeah, he is. <laughs> Especially after uh, the way Dak Prescott played today.
0: That's true. Andy Roddick was there. His Andy wife, Roddick Brooklyn. is
1: like Michael Young playing in the the Dirk baseball thing. <laughs> like, but even worse. Not Mike. Let's. What's it like a recently retired baseball? That's like Alex Rodriguez playing in the Dirk baseball. Game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was nice. Brooklyn Decker was not there, unfortunately. Um, his wife. Uh, ben and skin uh ben or they kind of like hosted the thing kind of like uh they do the dirk celebrity baseball game yeah so ben was asking uh, questions at the press conference and it was really funny he kept on saying andy because andy roddick played in dirk's celebrity baseball game and yeah. won the mvp so he kept on kidding roddick say hey what's it like you know actually coming over to tennis and giving tennis a shot you know and trying out tennis <laughs> for the first time and
1: um I'm trying to think, yeah, Owen Wilson. Andy Roddick is a tennis player. If anybody didn't know that, I just want to throw that in there. There's a chance someone out there doesn't know Might Andy know Roddick is a tennis player.
0: <laughs> um yeah, so Ben Stiller is, you know, good friends with Dirk and he's obviously really good friends with Owen Wilson. So Ben Stiller played an event last year, couldn't make it this year. So his friend Owen Wilson uh stepped in for him. <laughs> he, sent a,
1: he sent a replacement in that
0: <laughs> for real and uh he was uh he was really oh, funny but yeah there's pretty much you know the beforehand the highlight of uh, the highlight of everything is ben was kind of going down the line at the press conference and saying different things to each person kind of making funny jokes and he got to jj berea which berea was just in la the night before showcasing the new statement jerseys for yeah the Mavericks. Well,
1: you need to talk about that again
0: <laughs> came on a red eye. Dirk said he took a red eye from LA to Dallas to make this tennis event. Cause we had the presser at like nine thirty in the morning. And so Ben asked, uh, Ben asked JJ Bray says, all right, so we all know, we all know Dirk likes to call people burgers <laughs> and, and that's, and for, for fans like Dirk, Dirk has this thing where he, he always talks like, it's like a fun talking trash type of thing. He's like, Oh, I got a burger on me. He's such a burger He's always calling people in practice, different things, burgers. He said, so he asked JJ, he said, JJ, how many times over the course of your career has Dirk called you a burger? And JJ's just sitting there, um, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) And and Dirk interrupts and he said, he's not a burger, he's a slider. (laughs) (laughs) He's a slider. And he said, he's a turkey slider. Uh, And everybody just died laughing.
1: A slider's a little hamburger. (laughs)
0: classic classic dirk line but, for anybody uh, that doesn't
1: have white castle <laughs>
0: <laughs> well no it was fun yeah and we, we stayed for a bit uh, dirk's wife played in it jessica Nowitzki, she good? So, uh yeah she's pretty good uh but it was kind of funny because jj uh jj's pretty good too jj actually made it to the championship yeah yeah yeah, yeah. jj's
1: law. jj's parents are tennis players or at least his mom is i think
0: oh uh, i don't know but jj's pretty good and he said that him and dirk he actually said dirk's gotten better now that he's gotten older and uh, he was talking about how him and Dirk's have always had some good games against each other. And he said, ah, oh, Dirk, uh, Dirk, you know, usually gets me. He said, but Dirk has a tennis court at his house. So <laughs> he, he was like, I don't have a tennis court at my house. Dirk does.
1: Yeah. JJ Barea's mom was a tennis player and his dad was a swimmer. Okay. I learned so, that yeah, from, he from Edgar. Shout out to Edgar. Shout out to Edgar. And JJ played played tennis like up until college, I think.
0: Huh. Mike Bedano played in it no that was a uh, yeah another dallas legend and just him it was kind of cool him talking about how he him and dirk have been friends for 20 plus years and how he's like hey we we pretty much grew up together here in dallas and that was if you've been you know i've only been in dallas for three or four years now with my wife and but for fans that's grew up here and from dallas y'all know <laughs> mike yeah. bonato and dirk like that's been your thing and outside of the cowboys so but anyway yeah it was a fun event great cause the fans were just awesome uh it was just was it kind of yeah yeah so it sold out so all the every ticket was sold standing room only tickets were being sold at the door so um, a lot of people saw brian cardinal the custodian dude i was sitting in uh, i was behind the fence watching in the all of a sudden Brian Cardinal walks by with his wife and I'm like, What? I'm like <laughs> I hit uh I hit Scott and I was like, Scott and I was like, That's that Brian Cardinal, like like what's he doing here? He's like, so he he's still good friends with Dirk and stuff, so there's just some random people here and there. It was a cool event.
1: Good. Awesome. Sorry that I didn't make it. But whatever, Nick. <laughs> it sounded like sounded like a great event. Uh, I was apartment shopping and As most of you know out there, that is the worst.
0: (laughs) It is the worst sometimes, but until you
1: find the right place. Yeah, then you're like, okay, good. But then once you move in, then you find out what's wrong with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very true, too.
1: All right, 15 minutes in. Let's get to what we're getting to today. The uh, board bets is what we're going to call them. Isaac and I are going to go through, and we are going to do board bets for both the NBA and for the Dallas Mavericks. We're going to do 12 for the NBA and an undisclosed number for Mavericks because we haven't come up with all of them yet. But we're going to go through, and these are bets that we have. We, we threw out a ton of them. I mean, Isaac, we probably threw out 50 bets earlier today, just batting them back and forth to see which one, you know, where we would go. And uh, yeah. these are things that we disagree on. So some of this came from the rankings. Some of this came from, you know, just us talking and, you know, before and after the podcast and things. But these are things that we disagree on, and we will be monitoring throughout the year. And then at the end of the year, we are going to do a starters esque pick and payoff bet, where or uh, a payoff. And so, Isaac and I want your advice. We want your suggestions. Tweet us, Reddit, send it on Reddit, comment in the Mabs Moneyball article that we post with this. Any way that you can get to us, you know, people have been talking to me on Facebook. Go ahead and do that. Uh, tell us what kinds of things you would want us to do. These are things that we could do on the podcast. These are things that we could post on social media. These are things that we could do um, you know, on you know, video somewhere during a Mavs game or, or anything. Go ahead and tell us things that we can do. Um, for example, this is one that I came up with earlier today. Uh, Isaac answers every, ti- every time I ask Isaac, what you got for me, Isaac, at the beginning of the podcast for an entire week. Isaac must answer singing the chorus of a Taylor Swift song. Hmm. That is an example of a board bet payoff. So come up with those, tell, send them to us. We're also going to get, we're also going to pick every single Mavs game. So like for the first one, it's Dallas versus Milwaukee for a preseason. We're even going to do preseason. We're going to, we're going to pick who's going to, who's going to win. And uh, we won't, we did I mean, not discuss this, Nick. We didn't discuss this, but I'm deciding it right now. We did discuss the concepts of it, but not the first game. Uh, <laughs> that we will pick it, and then at the end of the at the end of each month, whoever has the most wins, then they will do a payoff. So we need a bunch of these. We need a ton of payoffs, guys. Send in multiple ones if you can. Um, go ahead and just post them anywhere. So give us your board bet payoffs, and let's get into our board bets now. These are the ones we're going to be doing for the NBA. Some of these are full season. Some of these will happen at, you know, be decided at All-Star break. Some of these will be, happen- <laughs> will be decided at the beginning of the season. Uh, all right, this one is one that we were going to, learn at the end of the season. Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons and Dennis Smith Jr. will finish the top 3 in rookie of the year. Those will be the top 3. Could be any order. You know, it could be Dennis Smith Jr. 1, could be Lonzo 2, could be Ben Simmons, could be Dennis Smith Jr. 1, Ben Simmons and then Lonzo. <laughs> That's the way it could be. So, Isaac, you say that this is not going to happen. Why? You say it is happening, right? I say that it is going to happen. That's going to be the top in, three. I in don't what see anybody order? else. I don't. I think it'll be, I think it'll be Dennis, Ben, and then Lonzo.
0: Okay, so you do have Dennis over Lonzo.
1: Yeah, sure. Um,
0: <clears throat> yeah. So I definitely have Dennis winning Rookie of the Year. And we've both uh, been pretty open about that uh, from the beginning.
1: And why um, wouldn't we be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What do we gain from? Betting against Dennis Smith Jr. at this point.
0: Well, the moment we, the moment the first time we ever mentioned it was on draft night after Rick had already said, "Hey, he's going to be our starter on day one," and we sat there at the table on draft night saying, "He's going to have a shot at rookie of the year, probably because he's going to have every opportunity." Yeah, and he's
1: he's 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 in a good situation. That's to me. We'll we'll talk about this in way more detail later. But the situation for him with the players around him they're they're so complimentary that he's going to have a better you know, a better chance than like Alonzo or a Ben Simmons. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. And so then after that, I think it's just kind of up in the air. I, th- I mean, I'm, I'm a believer in Ben Simmons, so I think Ben will be up there. But I think it's just in one of those spots, in two or three, uh, we're going to have a Mark L. Foltz. We're going to have a De'Aaron Fox. We're going to have uh, somebody like that that's that can, you know, take it to that next level to – Finish in the top two or three. I mean, I could very well see Mark Elfolds finish in number two. So,
1: and we haven't mentioned De'Aaron Fox enough. We did before the draft because we really, really wanted him. But all, but it seemed like as soon as we drafted Dennis with juniors, like, oh, he's way better than Fox, and there's no chance that you know, like, he just seemed like he was head and shoulders above it, and just the way that we talk. But we don't want to sleep on De'Aaron Fox. He's still a super, really good player. Uh, just his one flaw is so obvious that it's hard to like get behind him completely.
0: Yeah, and you just kind of just go down through there and mark off some people like Mark And, then, you know, even Jason Tatum, I'm a huge believer in him, but, you know, Boston's just so loaded. Yeah, Josh time. Jackson's going to take time. Jonathan Isaac's going to take time. Um, Nilakina's going to take time. I mean, like, we talked about Mitchell, but I think an injury, like a major injury to, like, Ricky Rubio uh, yeah. would maybe have to happen. Uh, but I'm a believer in his talent. So, but no, I think Markel Fultz could finish two or three in there. Uh, the only thing with Lonzo that scares me is typically this award goes to or the Rookie of the Year goes to somebody that scores a lot, and I'm just kind of worried that Lonzo is not going to score enough to be considered a you know, top one or two Rookie of the Year. So
1: Yes, yeah, so th- that to me is why he's going to f- probably finish third is that the scoring is not necessarily going to be there. But I could see him doing like a Jason Kidd type stat line of like he scores eight eight 8.7 points, like five rebounds, and like – eight or nine assists or something like that. Like, it's just going to be like a weird stat line. And, and people look at box scores like that and say, Oh, that guy's really good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, and that's, I agree. I think he could very well have a stat line like that. I just don't think uh, a rookie averaging eight points a game is going to land him at number three. So,
1: well, it won rookie of the year last year. So weirder things. Have, <laughs> weirder that,
0: things is not, that is not as completely different <laughs> ball game. That, <laughs> that is what
1: happened. <laughs> eight points a game. Rookie won. All right. So, I have that as yes, that Lonzo, Ben Simmons, and Dennis with Jr., in any order, will finish top three, and Isaac says no. He thinks someone else will break into that top three. The Most next one. Most likely
0: Markel Fultz.
1: He thinks mostly Markel Fultz. I think Fox might be able to jump in there. Carmelo Anthony will finish the season on the New York Knicks.
0: You said... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think this is still going to... I think he's still going to stay on the Knicks. I think that... They're not going to be able to figure out a trade for him. I don't think they're just going to buy him out. I think that this new GM, I don't think he's going to want to come in and trade him like right away and get not as much as he should be able to get for him. I could be wrong about this, but I think that he's that the season will end and he will still be on the Knicks.
0: Yeah. I think he's out. Um, obviously I think the time frame, the timeline is a little more cloudy now that he stayed on the roster longer than a lot of people thought. But I just think the the page has already you know been turned with him. You know they they want to take a new path. They're not a. It's not like they you know brought in some you know vets and they handed some big money to a vet. They handed big money to Tim Hardaway, uh, so they're starting to form this young yeah. core of Hardaway, Porzingis, <laughs> Nellikina. Stuff like that, so you
1: guys thought it was bad that the Mavericks offered and gave max money to Harrison Barnes imagine what the Knicks fans are thinking right now with the money they gave to Tim Hardaway jr yeah
0: seventy four million or something
1: that's bad um, but no
0: yeah I mean um, I think it I mean I think it will reach a point to some point to where if he if he isn't traded that they're say, hey like let's just turn the page like even if we don't get anything for him like, Why keep him around and stall? Because he, I mean, he's not going to be a part of the future. They're not going to be winning anything, anything soon. So, what does it benefit you to keep him on your roster? You know, like it's a little,
1: it's a little different being in New York, though. You gotta, you gotta have something. I mean, like if they just, I don't know if they could bottom out like Philadelphia did.
0: But his mellow brain, is mellow Mello that, you know, I mean, ESPN ranked him as the sixty fourth best player in the league. So,
1: yeah, it's not necessarily how good of a player he is, but just like the the role that he represents. And I know he didn't make it on any of the like <laughs> promotional material. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you saw that, but I just think this thing will continue to go on. And he has that no trade clause. He's one of the few players in the NBA that has a no trade clause. He's very specific about where he wants to go. And so I think that he'll end the season on the Knicks cause it's going to be almost like next to impossible for them to figure out a good trade. So that's one that I, I feel like I feel not as strongly about, but I think that uh, more, more than likely that he will stay on the Knicks which is sad, but.
0: Which is sad. I say no. I think at some point he will be a Houston Rocket, whether that's via trade or whether that is a
1: buyout. Okay. All right. Our next one. There will be a new MVP. And what we mean by this is that it won't be LeBron. It won't be KD. It won't be Steph. It won't be Russ. It won't be Dirk. It won't be Derrick Rose. <laughs> Dang it. Won't be Michael Jordan coming back. Uh, that there will be a new MVP. So a first-time MVP will win, whether that's Kawhi or Giannis or, yeah. Kyrie. (laughs) Kyrie, I guess, could could win it. Uh, James Harden could win it. Uh, So, yeah, Harden or Kawhi or Giannis or Kyrie, one of those guys will win. I say yes. I think that one of those two guys, specifically Kawhi or Giannis, could win MVP this year.
0: And I say no. Uh, my MVP pick actually came out uh, yesterday on the Smoking Cuban. We are we have started doing our season prediction award things as we do every year. And we do a roundtable for our site. And my, my explanation or my pick is on there. I think it's Kevin Durant. Um, if he did not get hurt last year, he would have won this award Probably, because yeah. they were the number one seed. And he was putting up like 30 points a game. So I don't care whatever you want to say it is a 30 point per game score on a number one team winning 70 games that's gonna be up there. So I I say you know as long as he's healthy which I you know can't predict injuries they're gonna be the top seed in the in the West they're gonna be the best team in the league. I expect him to average around 30 a game. He's gonna be an MVP of the league.
1: I think at some point we're gonna see some fatigue here on the Warriors. They've just been so good for so long that eventually people are gonna be like all right we get it. We want something new. We want something different.
0: But that's that's just so unfair, though. Like,
1: <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that's unfair. But that's that's like how saying, it works like, it's like saying winning.
0: Jordan's not the best player in the league in '98 because oh, he's won. I put <laughs> like I,
1: I put KD as my my number one small forward, so I, I'm a, I'm in agreement with you that he's probably the best player. But I think eventually the narrative, like, media, the media is so narrative driven. And what we are—we're narrative driven. I, I attach myself to storylines, and I put Giannis above Kawhi because of the, you know the storyline, and I wanted—I wanted that, you know, to happen, and sort of projected that on him. Uh, that you know that sometimes we look at a guy like KD and are like, "All right, we've seen this before. You know, we've seen these guys be good again. Like, we know that this is just a machine. That's every single year is going to be better and better and better, and they're going to go. They want to go for somebody else. If Giannis averages like close to a triple double." With you know twenty five to thirty points and it's just you know doing things we've never seen before, and the team wins like fifty games. I don't know if they I don't know if they could do that, but the what the East got so much worse that they're he's gonna be playing teams like I think don't they play Chicago four times <laughs> that's four more that's four wins right there they play Chicago four times you know it's it's gonna be crazy for them, so if they can get to like fifty wins, they
0: would have to be the one seed for me for him to be in the discussion to me like. He's not going to be able to, like, I think the Bucks will be the third best team in the East next year. Um, and I think you do too. So, yeah. but even with that, I don't, I don't see. The only reason Russ Westbrook, you know, won that award last year is because he had a triple double. And it was just something we've never, if, if Russ didn't average a triple double, he wasn't winning that award. That was James Harden's award. So I think it's going to go back to, unless you see something just ungodly, some crazy stats.
1: Have you seen Giannis's hands?
0: <laughs> yes, his that, hands are massive.
1: That is something ungodly right there.
0: <laughs> but Giannis is going to have to, I mean. His hands, unless, even
1: for a person of his size, are big. That's insane.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm all aboard Giannis. I love him, but I just don't. And, even, and the same thing with Kawhi. I don't think the Spurs are even going to finish in the top three. So what? how good of numbers can Kawhi put up to where he's going to be You know, win the MVP award. Is it going to be enough to where it passes? It's more impressive than what KD is doing, what Steph's doing, what James Harden's doing, what, you know, LeBron's doing in the East. You know, LeBron's going to be, I think he's a quiet candidate for this too. I mean, I'd put him like two or three for MVP this year. Especially
1: if Isaiah misses a ton of time.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, I think he's just going to be on a mission and say, hey, like, I don't care if we don't have Kyrie. I don't care if I'm going to the Lakers next year. Uh, Let's do this thing and, Especially if I, yeah, like you said, if it's out, he might put a bigger emphasis at the beginning of the year, saying, "Let me remind everybody, I'm the, I'm the best." I'm the best. But
1: uh, Katie's hope, my MVP, so yours hope, is. Mine is Harden, Giannis, or Kawhi. One of those guys. I haven't okay. decided right now, but I think it's one of those. Um, all right, our next one. All four Warriors will be All Stars, meaning Nick Young, JaVale McGee. <laughs> Andre Z- Blatch. No, he's not, he's not even a warrior. Zaza. Zaza is going to be close again this year. <laughs> Every year he <laughs> will gonna be. He's going to get voted in. So this is this is obviously Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. That All four of those guys will be all-stars this season. Correct. I believe that. And I sure. definitely don't believe that. I think that, that somebody else – I mean, I tweeted a while so ago. So who's out? Klay? I think Klay is – Probably the first one out. Because the other three are for sure.
0: So then it comes down to Clay, and then you start debating on some other stuff with that.
1: And that to me goes back, goes to narrative as well. I mean, you're going to keep, keep continuing to throw all four of those guys in, or do you want somebody else to give it a shot? Because you're going to have Jimmy Butler now in the the West. You're going to have Paul George now in the West. I think both of those guys are probably individually going to look better than Clay Thompson. I don't know if they're better as players, but I think they're going to individually look better. Yeah, if Chris Paul and James Harden both on the same team, if that team, like we think potentially, are, are going to be either the second or you know the third team with a ton of wins at that point in the season, then you know they could both make it. You know, there's just a bunch of players now in the West. It's crazy. I mean, you guys like Jokic on the rise. Carl, you know, Towns. I don't even think was a, a All Star last year. No, no. Somebody's yeah. got to be out.
0: Yeah, and I just think it's a testament to how good the Warriors are going to be. I think they're going to continue to get even better. Like I don't think it's a fatigue thing because they're still young guys, and I think it's it's the second year with Durant and them in the system. It's you know it's their second year that they have they have their super team together. I think they're going to get better if that's even possible. So yeah, I mean for me. You have this, especially if Clay's right at, what do you average a game last year? 20 points a game?
1: I don't know. Why should we so, even watch the games anymore, Isaac? What's the point? The Warriors are um, just going to win. That's bull crap. Why should we even watch games? I'm I watch out. those
0: games in a heartbeat.
1: <laughs> I it's watch gonna, all those games. I'm super excited about it. But I like, I love Steph and KD. I'm just going to put that out there. That's, I have a little bias towards them. I just enjoy them as athletes and humans.
0: But like, so, like you look at last year. Clay Thompson averaged 22 points a game. You're not gonna tell me a 22 point game, you know, it's when 67 win team is not gonna make an All Star. Like, I, I just can't do that. I mean, I I can't do that at all. So, Jalen's gonna make it. He's my defensive player of the year uh, pick for this year. Uh, we might do that at some point, but yeah. So it's just kind of a process of I get the Clay thing. And I get Jimmy Butler and some, you know, some of the other guys, but they're going to be at the top. And if they're some crazy record, and he, Clay's averaging twenty-two to twenty-five a game,
1: he's got to be in there. It's just really hard for me to get four guys on the same team with such a stacked. Conference.
0: Especially, especially this, especially because it's fan voted to starters. Like, let's say Steph takes, you know, takes a back seat to some, and Clay excels. Let's say Clay's averaging twenty-five a game. But Steph's numbers are a little down. Steph's still gonna get voted in because he's Steph. So Steph and KD's gonna start. So then it comes down to Draymond and Clay. Well, if Clay's averaging 25 a game, you know they they're gonna put him in. I mean, that's the only just, way
1: Clay's gonna get voted in is if the work that he did in China this summer paid off. <laughs> Clay Thompson went to China and did work this summer. He did not mess around. He was out there. Putting himself out there, he was becoming China Clay.
0: He did not dunk it well, though. (laughs) He
1: did not dunk it. He did not dance well. But he was out there. So
0: this board bet really comes down to whether we think Clay Thompson's going to be an
1: all star. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, because I think Draymond Green's in. I think they're going to get the three for sure. Yeah. All right, the next one. Another player to finish the season on their current team Boogie Cousins. Finishes the season in New Orleans, and I say yes. I feel more strongly about this than I do for Carmelo Anthony.
0: I say no. I think uh, I think New Orleans. I don't think, and it's a weird spot because I don't think New Orleans is going to like implode. Like I don't think it's just a, a disaster. They're they're not going to be one of the worst teams in the in the West, but they're not going to be good enough to where they say, yeah, like this core is going to work extremely long term. Like I think they're gonna hover around I have finished finishing ninth or tenth in the West next year. They're gonna hover around that eighth playoff spot. But I think they're just gonna look in the mirror and say, like, Anthony Davis might really want out really soon. DeMarcus Cousins is gonna hit unrestricted free agency this summer. Let's ship him off for nothing. You know, let's ship him off before we leave him for you know, before he leaves for nothing over the summer. Because if if A D is even thinking about leaving, Cousins is gonna know about it. So, especially going into next summer. So if they think that okay, AD's thinking about leaving and he's told Boogie, hey, I don't know if I'm gonna be here long term. I've gave this franchise uh, you know enough years as it is. Boogie's not gonna want to sign there long term. So I think at some, I think the popular thing is if the Cavs you know want to go all in on on LeBron's you know year here and them saying, hey, New Orleans, here's this Brooklyn pick for Boogie Cousins. That would be an excellent trade for both sides, really. But yeah, I think at some point, whether it's—I don't think it's at the beginning. I think it is a trade—a trade deadline type of move, or at least from December to February. But it's going to really heat up if the Pelicans get a really bad start to the season.
1: That all makes complete sense, and that's what I would do if I was running the team. But my job is not. But my job does not depend on whether this team is successful or not. And the best chance that they have is to keep together Boogie and keep together AD, keep those two together. And if Dell Demps wants to keep his job, if Alvin Gentry wants to keep his job, they have to try to make that work till the bitter end. And they have to basically, they're going down with the ship. I mean, if this thing goes down, they're going down with it. And I would be completely surprised and thrown off guard if they traded either one of those guys during the season. I mean, they took a big swing at getting DeMarcus Cousins, brought him onto the team. And I think they're just going to have to ride it out. And if this doesn't work, then I think their jobs are, you know, I think they're going to lose their jobs. Dell Dunn's yeah. the GM of the team, by the way.
0: Yeah. I mean, AD, I mean, that would be, yeah, a shocker. Um, it would be a shocker, but if it did reach a point to where it came out and AD was like, Hey, like, I just really want out, you know, but we know Boston would be waiting with licking their lips for it. But <laughs> yeah i mean i just i think looking the, their
1: chowder crusted lips <laughs> but just yeah, I leaving think, a uh, patriots game where they lost again
0: airing up their balls i think, uh, <laughs> I think boogie's going airing out what
1: did you say airing out what did you say airing up <laughs> they were not airing out their balls in a patriots game <laughs> All right, the next one. So for that one, Boogie finishes the season in New Orleans. I say yes. Isaac says no. This kind of goes hand in hand with that one. An all star is traded at the deadline. And we have caveat on this that this person this player was an all star within the last two years. So it could be this this current year, it could be last year. Um Yeah, we'll just we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at the last two years. So this this coming up year or last year if they were an all star. Um, so let's say like Paul Millsap gets traded for some reason. He he was an all star last year. He's probably not going to be an all star this year. Then yes, he you know that would be. Uh, if Jokic gets traded, like something like crazy like that happens, then I would consider that as well because he's an all star like level player.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: I think I just opened it up for you, but <coughs> I say did. no. I don't think this will happen. I think it'll happen either before because the Demarcus Cousins trade, if you remember, didn't happen on the trade deadline. It happened like a couple days before.
0: Yeah, on All-Star Weekend. So, obviously, my answer is just going to be yes, because I think Cousins will get moved. Um, would Andre Drummond count? Was he an All-Star last year?
1: Hmm. I'll have to look that up. I don't believe that he was.
0: Okay. But he's been an All-Star, right?
1: But I don't know if he was within the last two years. Okay. He would be a uh, a
0: strong candidate for me also. And I'm just going to say this. It's not the most far-fetched thing in the world, but let's be honest. OKC could probably get a better package back for Paul George before he left for the Lakers <laughs> than strange. what Indiana got.
1: Uh, Andre Drummond was an all-star last year, 2016. How did we miss that?
0: Okay. So, yeah, Andre, I'm saying yes because I think Drummond could be traded. I think Boogie Cousins uh, could be traded. Wait, Outside. no,
1: Andre Drummond was an all-star in 2016. That wouldn't count. It would have to be 2017 or 2018.
0: So how are you saying he can't count, but then you're like, oh, well. Jokic is an all-star type of player, so he, <laughs> he counts. So
1: now. No, I'll rein it back in. I'll rein it back in. It has to be an all-star. Okay. We have to put like actual parameters on it. It will be an all-star either in 2017 or
0: 2018. Okay. We're trying um, to give
1: you some more leeway on that one, but it's uh, too, com- yeah. too too complicated.
0: I'll say yes because because I think Boogie is traded.
1: Okay. Uh, Carmelo would count on this as well.
0: I think uh, another sneaky one would be DeAndre Jordan also.
1: Oh, I like yeah. that one.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in that. If they want to start, if they want to go small, if it's not working out a ton, if they want to move Blake to the five and Gala to the four.
1: All right, we got to move on at these. The next one, Dwayne Wade, will be on the Cavaliers at some point this season. I say yes, Isaac says no.
0: No, I think you I do not think he finishes with the Bulls, but I think at this point in Wade's career, it's not about winning chips cuz let's be honest, no matter if he wins another title, it's not going to affect his like all-time rank or Hall of Fame status or anything like that. He's already already in the Hall of Fame. I think at this point in his career, it's just all about destination. I could definitely see something um with the Lakers and getting out there early with uh to beat LeBron, you know, to be with LeBron next year.
1: Well, why don't you just do that and go to Cleveland for a year and then go to the Lakers and be with LeBron
0: Because next? it's freaking Cleveland. Like, yeah, but you're at this point in your career, like, it's not – I don't I, – I could be wrong. Like, I, I don't think, it, like, winning the title is all about I me. Mean, he just – if it was all about winning the title, he wouldn't have just took the twenty-two million dollars or twenty million dollars, opted in for it. So. but
1: but he's going to be given that money at this point. So the money's already taken care of. He Maybe not bought, all of it. If he gets bought, if he gets bought out, though, like a lot of that money's going to be his, and he's going to he's going to want like all of it. <laughs> he's going to want like eighteen to twenty million of it. Like it's gonna they're, be not gonna, they're not going
0: to they're not going to give him they're not going to pay him eighteen
1: million to leave. So well. We'll see. That's another thing like the Knicks, I think, is that.
0: I think it's like a back to Miami type of thing. I think it's a, hey, go on out to the Lakers type of thing. Like, if I'm going to be on a sucky team, I'm going to be on a sucky team in freaking L.A. when I know my my boy LeBron's coming next year, Uh, something like that.
1: All right. We We got through a bunch of these, and we're sort of running out of time. Let's just continue this on the next one. Let's continue this for tomorrow, and then we'll do the Mavericks ones at a later time this week. Um so guys, thanks so much for listening. Again, like we said, if you're interested, if your business or if you work for an organization that would like to advertise on this show, contact me, Nick, nickenksted at gmail.com. I will put that in the description of this podcast. Guys, continue to check Mavs Moneyball on the Smoking Cuban. We'll be continuing to do our player previews this week and Isaac on the Smoking Cuban is doing his all star, not all star, awards predictions. I guess that's an award, right? Is that an award? You don't yeah. get like a plaque for that, do you? What? all-star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you get something. You get a participation medal. Ugh, Participation yeah. medals. All right guys, thanks so much for joining us and check back in tomorrow when we finish our board bets.
0: Guys, be on the lookout for I'm going to create the Locked On Mavs Fantasy Basketball Ooh, League yeah. this week. So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to create it on espn.com, make it a 10 or 12 person league. We will I will open it up and put the password on some sometime throughout this week. But you all will be. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk s- about it more.
1: We'll s- we'll say the password on the podcast. So you got to keep listening. Continue to listen to the podcast. We will say it on the podcast.
0: Exactly. So we'll do it, Mike. And,
1: we'll do it, Mike and Mike style. You have to see. <laughs> be listening for when you hear the word "bubble bus." You yeah. can travel with me and Isaac. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not traveling with me anyway. No,
1: no, you're just traveling with us to a fantasy world. Also, speaking of fantasy, I posted today the uh, ESPN. 2018 fantasy predictions are totally insane i don't even think that they've done them but they are posted so if they're posted that's that represents what they are so i took screenshots made sure that i did before they change it uh they have 20 mavericks ranked they have yogi ferrell number 20 they have satnam singh ranked as well so that tells me (laughs) And charlie villanueva charlie villanueva is also ranked and he's ranked very highly in the mavericks so go check that out i have all the other rankings listed there on mavs Moneyball. so that's some good stuff for you guys we'll be ranked ramping up for uh media day
0: media day next monday we're almost there
1: peace out boom ace is the
0: place with the helpful hardware folks
1: it's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our 4-pack of LED bulbs is 9.99, and our 2-pack of LED floodlights is only 12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.